Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, Blog Talk listeners. Thank you for joining us tonight in our premier show of Selfless Love with Coach Chanel Budd. We tonight will be discussing uh, communication so without further ado, I'm going to give the floor over to our coach, Ms. Chanel Butt. Good evening, everyone. I am Coach Chanel Butt, and I'm excited about tonight's uh, topic, title, communication. Um, I want to welcome everyone who who is new to the show tonight and give you all a few minutes to, to come in. Um, to join in before I get started. Okay, Chanel, while we're waiting for them to come in, why don't we open with a word of prayer? Okay. Um, So today, do do you want to open it up with the prayer? Oh, I can. Okay. I I can do that. Well, okay. let's go before the throne of God with our Father who art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Gracious Master, we come tonight just thanking you for another. God, we just thank you that you are God that sits high and looks low. God, we thank you for loving us when we are not worthy to of your love. We thank you that you're just such a good and gracious God that you just continue to provide, to guide, to lead us in the ways of righteousness for your name's sake, Father. And we thank you for that. Father, we just ask that you come in tonight and allow your Holy Spirit to just rule, reign, and give us peace and love and happiness. Father, open up our eyes, our ears, and our hearts to receive what our coach has to share with us tonight. Let something be said that will touch the hearts and the minds of the people who are listening for a change in life, God that will make them start loving and have selfless love and just be kind to one another because that is your command for us to do, is to love one another. And, Father, we'll forever give you the praises and the glory. Father, thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for our coach. Thank you for our art listening audience. And, Father, just help us to learn to love as you have instructed us to. In the master's name of Jesus, amen and amen. Amen. Thank you. All right. Yeah, we have, um, we have some callers coming in. Uh, 
I'm seeing them come in now. So go ahead and the uh, floor is yours. All right. So the first scripture that I want to read is going to be Proverbs 12, verse 18. Um, Proverbs 12 and 18 is very, very, very uh, important for the communication that I'm going to be touching on this evening. So it states, there is one whose rash words are like sword thrusts, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. Communication, lesson three. And I'm I'm reading out of the Selfless Love Lessons book um, that, that anyone can go ahead and get if they if they want to catch up and and do the lessons um, the lessons. It's at Amazon and it's under Chanel Rosebud, who is the author. Communication is the verbal, written, and behavioral way of exchanging information. The best way to understand another person is by communicating. Many people experience challenges in communication, especially when it comes to verbal expressions of feelings. Personal relationships are likely to suffer from difficulties in communication when there is apprehensions over how the partner will take what is being communicated by the other person. However, it is worth considering that without proper communication, more unlikely ordeals could arise. I believe the most effective way to build your relationships is through communication with another or with each another. Learning to communicate effectively. I have bullet points um, for those who don't have the book on um, learning how to communicate effectively. Mentally prepare prior to the conversation. Think about what you are going to communicate and how you're going to say it. Speak to your partner in full awareness of your tone, your body language, and facial expressions. Be mindful and empathetic of your partner's feelings while communicating your feelings or the matter of <clears throat> the matter for discussion. Listen actively, maintain eye contact and express acknowledgement of the other person's thoughts by regular nodding of head or if appropriate, repeat key words to confirm understanding of that or the matter. I'm also going to touch tonight on communicating with self because I believe that in order to be able to communicate effectively with other people or in relationships, that you also have to communicate with yourself. And communicating with yourself is to acknowledge the negative and the positive of who you are, determining the factors of what is the best communication for you? Because, again, everything starts with you. So if you're the type of person that is not a verbal person or does not know how to communicate appropriately, there's other means of communication, such as writing a letter or buying a card or, you know, things like that that can open up the door to help you express how you feel 
if you're not the type of person that is verbal. Also, uplifting and encouraging yourself, communicating positive, encouraging words to yourself. Um, I think that when you have a mindset that is healthy and it's positive and you're feeding yourself positive things, the way you express yourself with other people will be healthy. Sometimes we, you know, if if we're in a, a mass state to where we're uncomfortable with, with speaking and talking and things like that, it can really disrupt, disrupt how we're communicating towards other people. So it is imperative to do a self-reflection of what it is and how it is that you communicate best. And even the other partner, they may not be able to hear you verbally, but there's other lines of communicating, again, with the writing, you know, um, with a card and things like that to express to express what you're saying. Do we have anybody, any questions, anybody who has something to say to piggyback off of what I said? Um, I was just sitting here uh, thinking about um, communicating with myself. <laughs> uh, I do that a lot. I have to um, talk to myself and encourage myself and uh, being challenged to uh, talk to people about, you know, certain issues. Uh, first, I have to uplift myself in order to be able to cope with them. So is that the correct mechanism or is there another way that I could communicate with myself other than um, doing encouraging uh, acts to my for myself or to mm-hmm. myself? So I think the best thing is encouragement is, is powerful. That's like one of the key things is to speak over yourself, encouraging words, um, you know, pampering yourself, doing things for yourself so that you can recognize who you are within. Um, I think that's best because when you are confident in who you are and you're at peace with who you are, then you're able to express yourself with other people in a different way, which is, like, more humbling. Um, and, I, and I think it's key because one of the things that we're always – a lot of us are used to doing – is getting our own point across but not taking into consideration the other person or the other party. And so with that being said is knowing who you are, you have control over who you are. So when you present what you're trying to to get out, you know, you have more control and more balance in presenting that to the person so that they'll be able to receive more easily. And also if you're in a relationship, I feel like um, with relationships also the other person may have a problem with communicating, and they may not be where we are or you are, you know, or anyone else is when they already have that peace within themselves and they're encouraging themselves and they know what they want to do or how it's best to communicate. We have to keep in mind that the other person may not be there. And if they're not there, then we have to have that understanding to be, like, like, the, like in the word it says for us to be slow to speak and quick to hear, quick to listen. So that's another that's another tool that is a valuable tool is to hear the other person, hear what is being said prior to, you know, giving a response. 
Okay. So, in essence, we need to be trying to just uh, come down to uh, what level we can communicate with them on as far as their uh, their communication skills go, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. because everybody I mean, because... is not where we are as far as communicating Correct. goes. Okay. Correct. And sometimes even, and sometimes, I mean, that's, this is a daily thing. This is not, you know, just a, a one-time thing. This is a daily thing. It's basically getting an understanding, you know, and once you have the understanding of how you are with communication, it helps to know that so that when you're communicating to someone else, you want to be heard. Because the key is for everybody to be heard and to be understood. Change happens from communication. Understanding happens from communication. And one of the key things to hold a relationship together, everyone would say, would be communication. Mm-hmm. But how do you get that? How, how do you get a healthy communication, right? right. It's like understanding what is the best way for a person, because everybody's different. Somebody might be, you know, more receptive if they're if they're getting a letter written to them versus somebody who you're speaking to. They may not get it or understand it. Mm, and vice versa, okay. you may not be the person that could, you know, when somebody's communicating something with you, you may not understand or, or hear them, but you may be the one that needs written communication or a, gest- a gesture or a card or something like that. But the key for me, the ultimate key is to be um, willing to, to listen and slow to speak so that everyone is understood. Okay. Very interesting because um, a lot of people are intimidated when you try to come uh, open up to uh, com- uh, conversation because they're so afraid that you're going to jump them or judge them or yes. uh, say something negative to them and they can't accept uh, constructive criticism and yes. they freeze up or they they go into themselves and um, that's one thing that I found out uh you know, you have to be careful when communicating that. And I think that that letter is a very good tool to use to communicate because maybe if they can't respond and they can just read what uh-huh. what you're communicating to them, makes a, would make a whole lot of difference, you yeah, know, absolutely. to them. Uh-huh. And so, okay. and so that's one of the major, like writing a letter, I believe, is like one of the most powerful tools. Um, if you're if you're in relationships where you you have communication barriers, but again, uh, um, what you were saying about self self uh, criticism, constructive criticism, that's a that's a powerful thing to be able to hold yourself accountable to. And a lot of people are very defensive. And, and you know, and don't want to, and don't want to hold themselves accountable. Um, and that's one of the things that is very important and imperative in a relationship 
is to be able to hold yourselves accountable, one to another, not just one, but both. Mm -hmm. Um, Communication is key, is key to a relationship. And even for yourself, because what you communicate to yourself, if it's positive or negative, it influences how your life does. So it's it's very important, number one, for self, then for everyone else. Because what you tell yourself becomes what you feel and what you think of yourself. And it could be positive or negative. And then if you're if you're in a negative mindset and you're speaking negative over yourself, just imagine what comes out of your mouth when you're communicating. Mm. Yep. It makes that makes a lot of sense because if we don't think much of ourselves, we're not gonna speak much. Uh positive uh positivity. You know, when it comes out of our mouth, we, we're not going to be able Correct. to do it. Our vocabulary is it would be all negative. Mhm. Because that's what we're speaking over ourselves. That's what we're communicating to ourselves. Right. Yes. You 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 in the know? You <laughs> know you ain't yeah. you're not anything. You know you have negative thoughts about your own self. Right. Mm-hmm. So even your perception is not going to be clear. You're not going to have a clear perception. So what you're what you're what you're communicating about is always going to be on a defensive side instead of an open-minded side, to where each person is able to understand and receive what's being communicated. Right. Hmm. Good point. Is there anyone on? On the call that you would like to call out? <laughs> well, I have um, two, three, five, three, and we have three, four, nine, three, two. Uh, do you want to have any comments or anything you want to say about this? I would okay. just like to say, uh, can you hear me? Yes. yes. I'm, I'm really enjoying the uh, show with uh, Coach Chanel Bud, and I'm sorry I'm a little bit under the weather. But um, I, I do believe uh, and agree that communication is, is the key. And uh, writing a letter is uh, twofold because it gives the person that's trying to deliver the message uh, an opportunity to reread the letter back to themselves before they give it to the person that they're trying to communicate with. Yeah. I also sorry, I, um, I agree with you. So it gives you an opportunity to reread what you're trying to convey to the person that you're trying to communicate with because oftentimes, you know, if we're trying to communicate with our loved ones, we can kind of blurt out and react on emotions. But taking the time to write a letter, we get an opportunity to kind of calm down, read what we're trying to convey to that to our partner and then make sure that it's coming out in a loving way and that our, what we're trying to say is, you know, concise and clear. So I, I think that's just really great. I really love the show. Thank you so much. Yes. Um, that That's one of the most powerful tools. And um, thank you very much for, for coming on and giving that. 
Is there anyone else willingly ready to say anything? We're All not right. here to I'll judge if you have an opinion. If you have an opinion tonight, if you just want to make a comment, we we will not judge you. We will accept you and receive your comment and love you like for it. Hear, I would like to hear more about body language as a way of communication. You know, if you're, um, I, I guess, you know, sometimes your body language tells exactly what you're trying to convey. And, you know, you I may just it. say it off out of your mouth, but your body is saying, I'm angry, or your mouth is saying, I'm angry, and your body is saying, I'm soft. So I would like to, you know, hear what you think about your body language in communication. I love it. Thank you for that. So when it comes to body language, um, I would go back to a self-reflection again, and I believe that when things are being said that you may not agree with, that's the time for you to step, take a step back mentally, mentally, physically, and emotionally to speak with yourself in that moment. In that moment to speak with yourself and say to yourself, okay, calm down, listen, be, be slow to speak, quick to listen, keep re- reinforcing your inner self so that your body will hear and be able to do what it needs to do to calm the situation so that so that the actual communication can be can be um understood because like for me I'll I'll use me for instance I have facial it shows on my face and so that's one of the things I've always had to do and not just in a marriage or a relationship but even, you know, with friends and coworkers and managers. I mean, this goes, this communication goes on every level. I had to actually understand, okay, Chanel, you have to calm down. You have to be slow to speak, quick to listen, and let them know that you're you're hearing what they're saying. So I try to turn it away from my feelings, my emotions, and be more assertive into, okay, I'm hearing you. I acknowledge you. What are you saying to give them that? Because that helps the other person to calm down and relax and be able to speak, even if they're even if they're flipping off or you know not being uh, the way you are. We have the control over our emotions and our ourselves and how we feel. The other person may not, but that gives you more power in in that in that moment as well as to understand and take yourself. Into, into accountability. My question would be, how would you tone that down as far as um, for the receiving in body language? Do you uh, sit do you uh, smile? Do you um, fold your arms? Do you uh, what? What do you do to let the other person know that you're coming down to uh, accept and receive what they're saying when you've already expressed in your body language that uh, you were getting angry? So, um, can you kind of? 
give us a little hint on how to sure. uh, aim that? Sure. Uh-huh. So what I would do in those moments is to actually accept the fact that you were feeling the way you were feeling because that's okay. We all have that emotion to feel that. But, again, it's about you having the control to tone yourself down. So in some instances, it, it depends on the situations, too. Um, but in most cases, I would suggest sitting down and just hearing. It's almost like you're saying, okay, I hear you. You're almost like it's saying you're right, even though you may not agree, but just to give them their voice so that they can be heard and then you can then again, if you want to express yourself again or go into writing a letter or waiting, you know, because sometimes you have to wait. You may not have to let the other person get whatever they need to get off, right or wrong. They could be 100% wrong. But to, to gain that healthy communication, sometimes the person who knows better is the person who needs to have that, okay, you know what, I'm going to let him or her say what they need to say, get it off their chest but then I will write a letter or I'll still be able to express myself, but it'll be an expressive way to where they'll be able to receive it and it won't be as harsh. So you can sit down and just listen and hear them out. You know, it's almost like a, it's almost like a submission, but it's, but it's, but it's not. It's almost like a submission, but it's not like, you know what? I hear you. I don't agree with you. But we'll talk about this when when things come down. Maybe we need to talk about this in twenty minutes or so, or you know maybe we'll we'll touch base on this tomorrow when we both are settled down and we we're not you know we're not in our feelings because a lot of times we communicate out of feelings, and when you communicate and make actions out of emotion and feeling, sometimes it's the it's it's the wrong it's the wrong it's the wrong choices. So you have to be very, 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 uh, you know, just be very wise about what you do. And and I think it comes to being humble. You know, when you become a humble person, it helps you to make wiser choices and decisions. But, again, everything goes back to knowing who you are, what you can accept, what you can't accept, um, you know, how to speak to yourself the right way, being positive with yourself. When those things start to happen, you'll know exactly what you need and how you need to express yourself. Okay. Any other questions? Yeah. I just have a comment. Um, I my way of um, adjusting my body language is to take a deep breath. And um, count to ten, <laughs> and count mm-hmm. to ten during doing uh, an alter, uh a conversation that I'm uh, intimidated by or easily irritated or I, I'm not receiving well. So, in order for me to clear my mind, because you know breathing helps you clear your mind, helps you uh, be able to accept. Um, you know, what you're talking about or what you're going through. So I, that's just a little tidbit I'd like to give to the audience. Take a deep breath, maybe two or three, you know, to calm yourself down and refresh your mind because 
uh, oxygen going to the brain relaxes your 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 body to me, and that that's mm-hmm. my common mechanism. So I, I, that's something I wanted to share with the audience. Thank you. Is there anyone else that would like to speak? Do we have anyone else? We have another person on that's uh, there that has not commented, so uh, feel free. You know who you are. Don't be shy. <laughs> we value your opinion, too. I guess, well, since we're waiting, I'll make one more comment just to give you a little tidbit uh, about me. Um, I tend to shut down when it comes to communicating, and I guess I'll, I want the coach to elaborate on that. Um, you may all have already done so, but I'm sorry I was doing two things at one time. But um, sometimes when a communication or a conversation, it doesn't have to be necessarily with a spouse. It can be with a relative, friend. You know, if there's something that's said that I totally don't agree with or the conversation is not going in a positive way, I kind of shut down, shut people out. And it may take me two or three days before I'm ready to have that conversation again. I know that's totally, totally wrong, but just wanted to, you know, throw that out there. <laughs> I don't believe you're wrong. I don't believe you're wrong in that aspect. What I will say is that sometimes it takes for you to step away and, and, and reflect on the the conversation versus trying to explain it or express it that way or communicate with the people that, you, you know, that you're having this issue with. Because, honestly, I think there's more power in silence sometimes, depending on the situation then expressing yourself, especially if you're if you're communicating with someone who, who just doesn't get it. I mean, some people are not, and this is another thing, too, that I want to touch on with communication. Some people are not on the level that other people are on. Some people's callings are different. Some people have not chosen the Lord, or some people or in the Lord, but do they really have a relationship with the Lord? There's so many different aspects of communication and understanding who you're speaking with. So um, I find it to where there's some people that you may not even be able to (laughs) go back and speak to them again about the same situation. That has nothing to do with you, you know, but I would just say that those type of people that you feel like you cannot communicate with, those are the ones that need to go up before prayer. Those are the ones that that need to be prayed for, that they would open their hearts to receive what is being said or communicated. So I I would say that. Thank you. And I would, to piggyback on that, I would say, especially if they have an angry attitude all the time, um, and they, instead of talking to you, they talk, at you, and yeah. those people are the ones that we really, really have to pray before we uh, try to have a conversation with them or respond to them. You might, you, Lord, help me right now, you know, right quick, because sometimes you don't get to go into uh, deep prayer at the time 
but you still can ask God to help you right then in that situation because some of them just don't understand. Yeah. You know, some of them don't have that communication skill. And um, just, to, just to say that communication is a skill. You know, you have mm-hmm. to develop it also because everybody is not open to just communicating, you know, and understanding and receiving. Uh, they just not. No matter what you do, no matter what you say to them, uh, they don't have that. And those are the ones that need more prayer. And they yeah. don't try, you know, right. So and, I've learned that in my life. And again, too, it depends okay. on, you know, a lot of things that, that I'm touching on are things that weren't addressed through, like, our childhood or our environments and stuff like that because, you know, our environments had a lot to do with how we communicated. And so it's important, it's very important for us to understand the proper and healthy way to communicate going forward um, so that we can have our families and everything together. And we won't be as dysfunctional and things like that. I mean, there's so many different aspects of communication. And um, to, uh, another thing I want to say is it's changing of the mindset. When you change your mindset to want to do things in a better way, it starts with the one person, the one person who is willing to do it. The other ones might look up, look at you as if you're speaking another language, which is fine because you are to them and you are to yourself. But change happens when we start taking control and understanding and changing our own mindset. And then everybody else will follow. And if they don't, I mean, again, I always specify, you know, that that's their problem. That's not your problem. Your problem is fixing yourself and trying to make it better. And you can't change everybody. Everybody takes yeah. it takes time. Just like it takes time for us, it takes time for them as well. So you have to have patience, too, because it's a process. It is a skill. Definitely. The good news is, the good news is, and I'm going to read Proverbs again, Proverbs 12 and 18, there is one whose rash words are like sword thrusts, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. Period. The <laughs> But so, the tone, did you say the tone of the wise? The tongue of the wise. The mm. tongue. Okay. The tongue of the wise. Brings healing. So what it, what it looks like in that moment is not what it's going to turn out to be. But we have to believe. We have to stay faithful. And we have to, we have to be obedient to do what we need to do for change to happen. But it has to happen within ourselves before it can be replicated out. Life with us, and that's what I wanted to also piggyback on tonight, Coach. Um, I grew up in a family that um, yelled all the time to get their points over. Uh, always 
argumentative all the time to get that point over. And I started seeing that in my earlier years, and it continued. I'm not going to lie. I I had that going into uh, some years. And then I found out you that's not good. That's not for you to do. Uh, chi- you need to change that in order for you to get your point over. You don't have to yell. You don't have to curse. You don't have to just be crazy about everything. The change started with me. Just like you said, we have to start with the change with ourselves. And honestly, it was a hard thing for me to do. But now I've learned and acquired the skills of communicating uh, calmly, not screaming, yelling, acting crazy. Uh, And, you know, I have more peace at at mind about it now, Uh, whereas in the beginning, I didn't care. (laughs) I thought I was getting my point over, you know, just I'm going to holler at you, I'm going to cuss you, I'm going to scream at you. But when God took over, I'm gonna I'm gonna give him the praise and the glory and the credit for all of that because that generational curse was broken. Okay, I'm, I'm I was through with that. So uh, I learned to communicate through peace and love and with him in mind. So uh, that also uh, goes along with your relationship with him with God. So God has everything to do with it. I thank him for it. For deliverance and for helping me, I would have to say um, that I'm in agreement with you. Everything that you said, it was God who helped me to see. Um, just like you, I came from a, a family of, of, of loud talkers, and you know, and everything, and everyone trying to get their points across and things like that too. We we have a family like that as well. And so that's why I'm touching so much on communication and how to uh, to appropriately communicate um, in a mm-hmm. healthy way so that everybody will be able to be heard. And it's okay to be, like, it's okay for, for the person to disagree with you. Nobody, everybody is not yeah. going to be right all the time. That's all right, too. And that's what we need to know. You don't have to be right all the time. And the other person does not have to be right all the time. And the majority of the time, even when you're right and they're wrong, there's a way to communicate it so that it's effective on both ends. So that even if the other person is wrong, they can well in it. They can sit in it. It can resonate with them if we do it appropriately. And that causes change in the other person. When we are just yeah. combative and we want to argue back and we want to be right, even though we know we're right and we don't want to humble ourselves, is when it gets worse. We want change. We want to communicate effectively for change. Not only with ourselves, but we want it to reflect onto our families, our loved ones, or whoever you're communicating with. It could be at work. It could be you know, partnerships, networking, whatever it is, you want to be able to communicate in an effective way so that you're understood and you also want to listen. You want to listen so that the other person is understood. Because just because you have two different perspectives doesn't mean either one is wrong. It's just the communication and understanding for you both to see it the way it should be seen. 
that's just like in God's word. We all can read God's word and get something out of it that's specifically for us. In his word, as long as it's in line with what his word is saying, what, what, what you got out of it for you is for you, and what I get out of it for me is for me. But it's all in line. Yes, because God gives it to us differently. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes, he does. What would you say... I've had, you know, I just want to write Say that again. How do, you, how do you advise people? This has been a, a topic that I've, I hear a lot of people talking about and has been brought to my attention. How do you keep pain in present? Meaning, you know, whatever whatever you're talking about now, the past should. The passion? being reminded of past issues in a present communication. So how do you Great. how do you express on how to deal with situations like that? That is a wonderful thing because usually past issues are brought up and you have to know you have to know and pick and choose. see it's about picking and choosing. So if it's a past issue that should have been addressed and was not addressed that's where I would I would more I would key in more to the the letters. I would use the letters in a in a past issue situation because you still want to be able because if it's unresolved and it needs to be resolved is that what you're saying? Well, I guess what I'm saying is if you're in a present communication such as you and I talking about I don't know. You you bring up my past saying, well, I didn't know how to express love in the past, so how do you? So how do I believe you know how to express love now? How do you communicate to your partner, or to your loved one, that hey, whatever I did in the past in the past, and where I am in the future, where I am now in the present, let's focus on the present and not focus on what I did or did not do in the past. How do you convey that's right. to that person that that's not a proper way to communicate? That's not, you know, we can't move forward. If you if we're still stuck in the past, so so what I would say with that is a lot of times that's what the enemy uses. That's the enemy. So the enemy will use your past to keep you from where you are right now. That's where he wants to keep everybody is in their past. So in that aspect, if I, if I had to verbally speak that, I would say that was in my past, and I am a child of the Lord. And I have been saved, and all that was in the past has been forgiven. I am God's child in the present, saved. And this is who I am today. I I acknowledge my mistakes, and I've repented for my, my mistakes. But that's not who I am, and I've already been forgiven, so they're they're gone. Is what I would say if I if I was if I had to keep being reminded of my past. But even if it's in an argument, you know who you are. You know that God has saved you. You know that you have repented and you have accepted the Lord. So you know, as an individual, that God has saved you from that, and that's not who you are, and that you are a child of the Lord, and that you know that the enemy is using that 
is a weapon. I agree. I like it. Thank you. You're welcome. Is there anyone else? Mama Lewis, is there any other calls? Uh, no, ma'am. That is okay. except the one that we haven't heard from. Uh, so uh, uh, we have a listener that's not responding tonight. She, uh, they're not saying anything, but that's okay. We love them too. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. But I want to say that uh, communication is a key to a relationship. It's just like uh, communicating with God. You have to talk to him in order for you to receive from him, you know, uh, what you actually want from him. Now, he's going to provide all your needs, but if you communicate what you want and how you want it and you're asking and uh, not amiss and in good faith with him, you can have what you want. You can have exactly everything that you want um, through Christ, because He will teach you. He will send. He will send you a teacher. He will send somebody into your life to help yeah. you. If you want to learn how to communicate effectively, He'll send somebody, and you don't. You won't even uh, be expecting it at the time. And it'll happen for you. Uh, he'll indwell something into you or uh, into your mind or your memory of what you've heard before about communication or what you're seeking to do to communicate for you, for yourself. But you have to be able to ask God for it and expect it. Don't just yeah. ask for it and just don't think you're going to get an answer. Because he's going to answer you. He's going to send you somebody, and whenever when you need it the most, you'll be really surprised. Oh, that couldn't have been nobody but God. See how I handled that. See, I didn't get upset. I didn't cuss. I didn't fuss. I didn't fight. I I wrote the letter, or I said what I had to say uh, effectively, and we resolved our issue because God put that communication in me. So sometimes you just have to ask for the skill. Mhm. You know, and he will provide what you need when you need it. And I'm hoping that someone listening in the uh, audience or in uh, on the net that we've said something or helped you understand your communication skills need to change if they are not appropriate, and that you can do that. Uh, through yourself and through Christ, because you can do all things through Christ that strengthens you. You can be a communicator. You can get your point over, and you don't have to live in the past. Like Chanel said, yep, you've done it. You've repented. You, you've asked God to forgive you. So who is man not to forgive you? God forgave you, so <laughs> it, it it really doesn't matter, really, because uh, God forgave you. You're no longer that same person. So you can walk in that. You can tell them that. And if they don't have the kind of relationship that you have with God, they, they might not understand. But 
If you're talking to another believer, uh, they should understand that God has forgiven me. I'm no longer that person. I'm no longer living in that past. So uh, we can agree to disagree, but I'm going to let that go and go uh, going forward. You can come with me or you can stay stuck. And as long as you're stuck and I'm not and I've relieved myself of that, you can go on. And when they come back to you, I, 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 I'm through with that. We we already established that I'm no longer there with that. I'm no longer that person. And I'm sorry that we could not uh, let that go. We could not come to an understanding with it, but we can agree to disagree, and let's move on. Simple to me. <laughs> And I touch on accountability because accountability is huge. Um, Personal accountability and then, you know, for the other person to have that accountability. And you won't see true change in a person until they're able to hold themselves accountable, period. But you have to understand within yourself that you've taken the steps to do everything that you can do for yourself because that's 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 the only person that you have control over is yourself. And then you have to have, you know, your boundaries. What are you going to accept? What are you not going to accept? If you're communicating and you're doing everything you're supposed to do, you have to pray for the other person or you have to make a decision. Because you cannot change another individual. You can't change their mindset. You can't change their character. You can't change who they are. Everybody is accountable for themselves. And everybody has their own choices that they need to make for themselves. And unfortunately, there's a lot of people who, you know, don't have a relationship with the Lord. Or they or they say that they're Christian. They say they believe, but they don't have a true relationship with the Lord. And it, I mean, it's it's tough. And again, it's not just marriages. It's not just boyfriend girlfriend. It's not. It's it's it, this is in, on every level of relationships. Even some people you speak to, your managers, your coworkers. I mean, some are saved, some are not. But it's but we have the ultimate choice on how we communicate effectively to get our points across and also be able to hear and understand the other person's language or what they're trying to say or communicate. But it, it, it is a skill. But it's all right because taking the steps to understand yourself and who you are and how you present yourself and how you communicate and how you are able to receive because you have to be able to receive too. We can't just be the ones that communicate how we feel and not be able to receive what someone else is saying about us. Amen. Amen. 
Well, Chanel, we're about we are about time up almost. So, uh, would you go ahead and give us your contact information once more, and um, tell us about next week's show? All right. So, my contact information is Coach Chanel B at gmail dot com. You can get my books, my Selfless Love Lessons book at Amazon um, under Chanel Rosebud. And the next chapter is going to be on pain. So um, I will I will ask everyone to journal some things um, that they feel like, you know, has caused them pain if, if they're willing to do so. And if not, that's all right, too. We'll touch on it. Um, on next Thursday, and I would just say, as a as a homework assignment, um, anything that you feel like you have issues in forgiving someone else for, is what I want you to write about. The pain that someone caused you that is giving you problems with forgiving, because um, pain is one of the things that pushes us all into our purpose. We don't understand it. I don't understand it sometimes. Um, one of the reasons why I'm here today is because of the pain. And so uh, I can now say, back then I couldn't say or didn't understand, but today I can now say that pain pushes you into your purpose. So that's what we will be touching on next Thursday. Um, I would like for you all to journal like maybe three things that you feel like has caused you pain or you don't understand the pain or you're having issues in forgiving whatever pain it is, and we're going to touch on that next Thursday. Amen. Amen. I would like to make an announcement uh, before we get off the line tonight. We will be um, free on the inside ministry, which is a ministry that uh, my husband is – over and uh, my sister, my friend, will have a combination uh, conference May 18th, uh, 2019. It will be at the First Free Will Baptist Church from 9 a.m. to uh, noon. Uh, we'll have speakers, we'll have uh, testimonies, we'll have uh, gifts and prizes. Um, you're welcome to come. It will be open to both men and women. We would love to see you there May 18th at the First Free Will Baptist Church. The name of the conference is Saved by Grace. So come out and be blessed and let's fellowship with one another and have a good time in the Lord and uh, learn a few things. So come on out. Um, May 18th at First Free Will Baptist Church is 1415 Wheatland Road, um, Dallas, Texas, is at the corner of Wheatland and uh, Clark Road. So be blessed and come on and join us. Amen? Amen. Thank you so much for giving that information. Amen. Amen. Uh, Would you go ahead and pray us out? Yes. Yeah, I'm going to pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Most gracious God, we come to you, Father God, thanking you for this platform, 
for Chanel, Father God. Father God, we pray right now in Jesus' name for everyone that's on the line. Father God, we ask right now in Jesus' name that you will show us what we need to do, Lord God. Make us accountable for our actions, Lord God. Allow us to look at ourselves in the mirror and be accountable for the things that we need to change. Father God, I pray right now in Jesus' name that our communication skills will increase. Father God, I come against anything that's from the past that may try to hinder or sabotage people's beliefs or their feelings of their past. Father God, I pray right now in Jesus' name for marriages, relationships, Lord God, that things will be reconciled, Father God, that they can move forward in relationships, that they will be able to humble themselves, Lord God, and find different ways and tools that Chanel talked about in terms of being able to say things, letting it be through an email or a journal, Lord God. So, Father God, I pray right now in Jesus' name for all the women here on this podcast right now that is going through anything, Lord God, that they will continue to trust you and believe in you, Father God, that you will allow us to be able to move forward and that we'll be able to forgive one another from anything that has happened in the past. So, Father God, I ask in Jesus' name for you to show us our purpose, which she indicated that our purpose has brought us to pain. And so, Father God, I pray that we will be able to rejoice. I decree and I declare new beginnings and that we will have a prosperous week. So thank you, God, for everything that you have been doing for this family. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Remember, listeners, you can uh, re-listen to this broadcast uh, by going to www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Granny's Place. And look for Selfless Love with Coach Chanel Budd. That's the title of the, tonight's uh, show. And uh, be blessed. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Anything Amen. else tonight? That's All it. right. We covered Good night, everyone. Good night. All right, everybody. Good night. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.